0: Hello friends. My name is Satish Kumar. Welcome to Think Better Live Better podcast. This is episode number 44. Every single week, I bring an inspirational story or a message to help you unlock your human potential. My sincere gratitude to all my listeners who are coming back every single week to listen, learn and grow. I am super excited about today's episode as it is completely different from my other episodes. I am doing this podcast as a tribute to the man who has had a huge impact in my life. He is a role model and idol to millions of people around the world. He is celebrating his 41st birthday tomorrow and fans like me are hoping and praying that he will make a comeback to playing professional tennis and win a couple of Grand Slams before he decides to hang his boots. Last time we saw him on court was on 7th July 2021, Wimbledon Centre Court where he lost to Hubert Horkax in straight sets, which was a very painful sight to watch as a fan. Two surgeries on his right knee kept him out of the sport for a long time now. Roger Federer was born on 8th August 1981 in Basel, Switzerland. His father Robert Federer is a Swiss German and mother Lynette Federer is from South Africa. Roger was a ball boy at Swiss Indoors tournament in Basel in the year 1992 and 93. As a young boy, he had shown a lot of promise and won the boys singles final at Wimbledon in 1998 when he was only 16. He made his Grand Slam debut in 1999. My earliest memory of watching a tennis match on TV was probably in early 90s where we had only one channel called Doodash in those days. From time to time, they would telecast these Grand Slam tennis matches. I used to watch these matches out of boredom as I didn't have any other option other than playing in the streets with other children. At this point in time, I hadn't seen a real tennis court and no idea about the game and its scoring system. In the late 90s and early 2000s when I was in college, I remember watching a few matches on TV and started following Pete Sampras. Federer was only 19 years old in 2001 and he caused one of the biggest ever upsets in Wimbledon history. He defeated 14-time Grand Slam champion and defending champion Pete Sampras ending the American's unbeaten run of 31 matches in Wimbledon. Sampras and Federer both had similar playing styles with mesmerizing one-handed backhand, exquisite forehand, sublime volley and a strong serve, with Sampras being the best server the game has ever seen. His precise and powerful serve earned him the nickname Pistol Pete. As Sampras retired in 2003, I had only one man to follow, Roger Federer. Federer won his first major singles title at Wimbledon in 2003 when he was only 21. He dominated World Tennis from 2004 to 2008 where he won 13 Grand Slam titles including 5 consecutive Wimbledon titles and 5 consecutive US Open titles. Australian Leighton Hewitt and American Andy Roddick were the most affected due to Federalist dominance. During this time, in mid 2005, after college, I moved to Bangalore in search of a job and in January 2006, I got a job at Chennai. Fortunately, I had some friends in Chennai who were very interested in watching tennis. We watched many Federer-Nadal matches together and developed great interest for the game. In 2007, along with few of my friends, we moved to a house in Chennai, very near to campus of IIT Madras. From our rooftop, we could watch people playing tennis at IIT Madras courts. This was the first time in my life when I saw a real tennis court. At this point, I never imagined I would be able to play tennis someday. Then in 2008, I had to leave Chennai to work for Federal Bank in various small towns in southern India. All these days, I was closely following Federer and the game of tennis. I wouldn't miss a single match of Federer even if it was a midnight start or an early morning 3am match in India for the US Open. Watching live Federer matches brought me so much of excitement. 2009 and 2010 saw the rising of two other tennis grades Spaniard Rafael Nadal and the Serb Novak Djokovic As on date, Nadal has 22 Grand Slam titles and Djokovic has 21 and they are still going very strong Since 2003 Australian Open, the big three have won 63 of the past 78 Grand Slam events up to 2022 Wimbledon. Federer had a knee surgery in 2016 then he made a comeback and won three more major titles over the next two years when everybody thought he wasn't good enough to win another major. He won the 2017 Australian Open versus Nadal where he was down 1-3 in the fifth set and won 5 games in a row to clinch the title. Then a Wimbledon title in 2017. In 2018, he became the oldest ATP World Number no. 1 at age 36. He was ranked as number 1 by the ATP for 310 weeks, including a record 237 consecutive weeks. He has won 103 ATP titles, the most of all time, after Jimmy Connors. So far he has won record 8 Wimbledon titles, 6 Australian Open titles, 5 US Open, 1 French Open and a record 6 ATP World Tour Finals. He has also won the Laureus World Sportsman of the Year Award a record 5 times. A versatile all-court player, Federer's perceived effortlessness has made him highly popular among tennis fans. He dominated the tour with the most elegant and fascinating style we have ever seen that captivated fans all over the world and made him one of the biggest and most loved athletes in the world. He is in the top 10 of greatest sports people in the world, which includes legends like Michael Jordan, Usain Bolt, Michael Phelps, Kobe Bryant, Serena Williams, Pele. Muhammad Ali and Cristiano Ronaldo. Not only is he the greatest sportsman the world has ever seen but also a great human being par excellence. Through his Roger Federer Foundation, he has so far helped nearly 2 million children in Africa for their education by setting up schools and basic infrastructure. This is the power of one man. He remains an inspiration for millions of people all over the world, including me. In 2014, at the age of 32, I decided to learn to play tennis and went in search of a coach. I went from one academy to another in the city of Coimbatore to find a place for learning tennis. After facing so many rejections in various academies, I didn't give up until I found a coach who taught me the basics of tennis. I was very passionate about the game and I showed up every single day to learn, trained with better players and grabbed all opportunities to play. Deciding to play tennis is the best decision I have ever taken in my life, second only to the decision of marrying my wife Jayanti. She used to say, Tennis was my first wife. I have been playing tennis since 2014 at least four to five days in a week. I attribute my reasonably good physical and mental health to tennis. All these years, I have met some incredible people playing tennis. There is a saying, quality of your life is directly proportional to your quality of relationships and friendships. Tennis has enabled me to meet some amazing bunch of folks who are excellent human beings and pioneers in their respective fields. Now looking back, I have realized that tennis has given me a lot of things beyond just the pleasure of playing the game. Without a doubt, I can say that I enjoy my life every single day. Being a bank employee, I have a habit of analyzing things. Why is an extremely important question in any business and to a great extent in life as well. So I started asking myself, why do I enjoy life's intricacies, its twists and turns, even its adversities. I gradually realize the role tennis has played in shaping me. It has been a long journey. Didn't happen overnight, but I seem to have learned a lot of ways of dealing with problems without being stressed out. Tennis taught me a lot. It taught me that the basics is always important. It educated me about winning and losing, gave me the idea that I should try to simplify things, gave me the determination that I lacked, instilled dedication and told me to try and make a 100% effort when something important came up. Tennis also gave me the self-confidence and conviction about myself. And with all this, I learned to enjoy my life. My coach in early tennis days made me realize that however superior your game may be, the basics are always what you come back to. If the basics are sound, you can play in any condition. If you're serving for the match, the title, even if you feel the tension, take a deep breath and serve the serve that you have practiced so many times. The basic sound serve that you have learned. In life, I frequently go back to the basics. I think one of the most important lessons from tennis has been about winning and losing. I realized that these two are not the end of the road, not by any chance. Gradually, I learned to take them in my stride. If I win, I am extremely happy, but I learned not to gloat because tennis taught me that there might be a loss around the corner anytime. I learned to be humble about my successes. On losing, I definitely have a much bigger experience than that on winning. But again, I realized that I can be sad, it's all right, but I should not become depressed and give up. Tennis gave me the lesson that if you lose, You decide in your mind that you will do better next time and not just decide, but make the extra effort too, that you're well prepared. All of this applies to life. What I have gathered from this is that confidence, caution, risk-taking, going beyond your so-called limitations. One has to apply all this in life to achieve satisfaction and happiness. Tennis gave me the idea of simplifying everything in life. It enabled me to solve any problems that occur on and off the courts. If the opponent is playing too well, simplify the matter by keeping yourself in the game, bidding for time, waiting for him to come back to normality. It works really well. Also don't change anything if you are winning but make a change or try to change the game when you're not doing well. It's that simple. But one has to remember this, instead of getting nervous or bogged down, all this applies to life's problems also. Actually, what tennis teachers use that, there is no shortcut. You want to achieve anything in life, effort is the key, no matter how talented you are. Tennis the game, starts giving you confidence in yourself. You start believing in yourself, your abilities, capacities, and most important of all, you start getting a conviction about your own potential that can work fantastically well in your life in general. One must realize that you don't have to prove anything to anybody. Actually, you have to prove yourself to yourself. If that happens, the words which torment millions of people what people say or think just fade away not to bother you ever again I started enjoying a lot of things big and small in life because of playing tennis I remember I have even enjoyed some of my losses in the matches in 2017 I was playing an open tournament in Coimbatore I had a match against an upcoming tennis star everybody thought that the match would be over in no time and suddenly I won the first set, I was in my zone, a huge crowd gathered around us, I lost that match in a hard fought third set but that loss still gives me a lot of pleasure, I gained a lot of conviction and confidence about myself, it didn't matter that I was short on the match practice and fitness but I enjoyed that loss. Because of tennis, I started enjoying life, no matter how insane or hard it gets. Federer's greatest rival Novak Djokovic said, Tennis is more than a game, it is a way of life. Dear friends, what are you waiting for? Doesn't matter your age, background, your current fitness level, pick up a racket and find an academy in your area to join tennis. If you are interested in any other sport, do not wait for the right moment. Today is the right day. Take that one step forward and it is going to be an intriguing lifelong journey of good health, good friendships, happiness, prosperity and much more. Love all. Let's play the game of life. Wish you all a fantastic week ahead. Take care and bye for now.